rare adventures of Biggles. A man died in Jamaica. In his safe was found a letter of commendation and a signed photograph from Hitler. This set up a chain of inquiries involving the Jamaican police, MI5, and finally Biggles. It has been established that the dead man, known as Christian Hagen, was actually Werner Wolf, a former Nazi war criminal. He had escaped from Germany with considerable cash and plans of the latest and most terrible of Hitler's scientific weapons. The latter cannot be found. And already a foreign power has sent Erich von Stalhein to Jamaica to search for them. Rather than have them fall into the hands of a dangerous enemy, the English authorities send Biggles and his friends on a similar quest. When they pay their first visit to Hagen's house, they find the Negro caretaker slumped in his chair in the corridor. Bertie at once jumps to conclusions. Sizzling sausages, the blight is dead. Look at the way his mouth's lolling open. And that cigarette mouldering on the floor. Well, if it's still smouldering, it must have dropped out of his mouth within the last five minutes. Move aside, Bertie. I say, old Bean, don't fiddle with the blighter's eyes. It isn't... Well, it isn't very well nice. Aris half rolled back. I wonder... Oh, personally, I don't know how you can touch him. Dead men give me the willies. Dead men don't breathe. What's that? You mean... Hand me that cigarette, Ginger. Here. There's still quite a bit of it left. Yes, I thought so. Well, he's the deadest-looking live man I've ever seen. That's natural. He's been drugged. That cigarette? Yes. Smell it. Hmm. Biggles! He might have lit that cigarette as soon as it was given to him, less than five minutes ago. Baked potatoes, yes. And the jolly old drug artist might still be in the Bally House. It's very likely. Keep your voices down. Will we make a search? Yes, we'll split up and... There's no need... Our friend's in that room down the passage. Well, come on. All right. I'll lead the way, Ginge. All have your guns ready. Sisting, sisters, it's von Stalheim. Was is... So. Bigglesworth. And Uncle Tom Cobbley and all... That'll do, Bertie. Eh? Good afternoon, von Stalheim. Vigors, we just saw him at the pool. How the blazes did... Shut up, you Alec. I'm sorry to see you've sunk to housebreaking, von Stalheim. As usual, you jump to conclusions, Bigglesworth. I'm here on legitimate business. Oh, absolutely. Waffling through poor old Hagen's papers. Very legitimate, that. Most. Well, von Stalheim, exactly what sort of business do you term legitimate? There's no secret. I'm at the moment concerned with the marketing of an excellent Rhine wine. I came here with samples for my old friend, Christen Hagen. Do you usually start by doping the servants of your prospective customers? It is true that in the course of conversation, I gave the Negro a cigarette. How was I to know he suffered from a weak head? He should not have accepted it. That weak head was convenient for you, wasn't it? It gave you the chance to rifle Hagen's study. As I have said, Hagen was my friend. When the Negro told me he was dead, I took the opportunity to search for any correspondence which may concern me. I have made my search, so I shall bid you good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, no, you don't. You're not walking out of here like that. Let him go, Ginger. But Biggles, if... Thank you, Biggleswell. May I say our meeting here today was a happy coincidence? Otherwise, I might not have known you are on the island. But you will agree it would have been a pity. 
Are you thinking of staying here long? It is hard to say. It depends how well my business goes. Uh, the uh, wine business, of course. Of course. And you, Bigglesworth, for how long do you intend staying? As a matter of fact, we are thinking of taking up residence here. In this house? Yes. Strange. I had contemplated doing that myself. But um, naturally, you would have the prior claim. Naturally. Oh, by the way, if you do decide to live here, watch out for snakes in the garden. We'll be able to deal with any snakes we find. After all, we've had quite a lot of experience, haven't we, von Stahlhein? True. But don't forget that even the best snake charmers usually die of snake bite at the finish. Good afternoon, gentlemen. You're not going to let him get away with this, Biggles. What else can we do? If we held him, he'd stick to his story about coming here to sell wine and then searching for correspondence. Nothing very serious about that. We could hold him on an old charge. There are so many against him that he could have been picked up the minute he set foot on British territory. Well, even that wouldn't do much good. I doubt if von Stahlhein's working alone on this job. The others would simply carry on until such time as he wangled his freedom. Oh, well, the blighter sort of scored the first hit, what? He knows we're here, so he'll clap on all bally speed. And he'll be out to get us. You all saw the significance of that crack about snakes, didn't you? Yes, by Jove. Ooh, we lissies didn't care for that a bit. Are there poisonous snakes in Jamaica, Beagles? Apart from old Starley, I mean. I'm not sure. But there's a very deadly species on some of the West Indian islands. The Fair de Lance, it's called. Well, I hope there aren't any of them here. If there's one thing that scares me stiff, it's snakes. <laughs> I shouldn't worry about them. He was probably amusing himself by trying to frighten us. I wonder if he found what he came for. I shouldn't think so, Algy. He'd have been here for no more than a couple of minutes when we disturbed him. Don't forget the cigarette that was still smouldering. As a matter of fact, I don't know how he came to be here at all. When we saw him at the swimming pool, he was still in bathing togs and a bathrobe. And yet somehow he got out here before us and was fully dressed. Perhaps he tootled past us on the way. No, he didn't. I'm sure that no one passed us. I remember noticing how slack the traffic was on this road. And we came straight here from the swimming pool. How did he do it? What are you men doing here? Oh, I say. Old Uncle Remus has actually woken at last. You're the caretaker, aren't you? Yes, sir. I'm you. I'm Inspector Bigglesworth from England. Were you warned that I was coming? Why, English Inspector, yes, sir. Hey, tell me about you. Then if you know about me, hand over the keys and cut off home. We'll look after the house now. Uh, that's what you say, sir. And you can find yourself a nice, comfortable spot where it won't matter if you go to sleep on the job. Sleep? I don't go to sleep with no job. No, sir, not oh, me. never I... mind. Come on, chaps. I want to get back to the swimming pool before dark. We're going to find out how von Stahlhein can be in two places at the same time. <laughs> sausages. The blight is still here. But that's impossible. He wouldn't have had time to change back into his swimming togs. Well, it isn't impossible, Elvin. It's fact. Look at the supercilious sausage, puffing away through that long cigarette holder as if he owned the blooming universe. I want to look at him from closer than this. We'll move nearer to his table. I thought so. That isn't von Stahlhein. Ah, oh, now, look here, old trout. We lissies can surely believe our belly eyes. 
particularly when we have the advantage of a monocle. That man's a double, also wearing a monocle and carrying a long cigarette holder so that he'll be mistaken for von Stahlheim. Deliberately planted there, eh? Mm. Hello, will you look at his pal? That Negro walking over to the table. Oh, I say, that's the way we lissies should dress. Lilac trousers, tapered at the jolly old ankles, narrow-waisted coat, long keychain, gold tie-pin. Mm. We'd look rather nifty, what? <laughs> You'd look like a zoot-suited tough. Even worse than you look now. A waiter. Oh, yes, sir. I don't think so. I'm interested in those two fellows at the table by the pool. Can you tell me who they are? Hmm. Well, the one with the sweaty cigarette holder, they, his name's Starling. Comes here a lot. Starling? Hmm, that's interesting. The other one, that's the uh, black in a fancy suit, his name's Napoleon Morgan. He's bad, that one. Mixes himself up with politics, he does. Always stirring up trouble. Don't know why they don't push him back to Trinidad, where he's a big noise in the Saga Boys. Um, what are the Saga Boys when they're at home? Spivs. Smart guys. Razor slashers. You know the sort. Morgan started up something like that here. Down the slums above the railway yard where he lives. Hm. Politics, they call it. <laughs> Bastion's all they're interested in. Napoleon Morgan. Hmm, I'll remember that name. I'm going to get you something to drink, sir. No, thank you. Here's ten bob for your trouble. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. We'll get along, blokes. We've stayed long enough. Aren't we going to wait till von Stalin comes? Just to make sure. There's no need to wait. He's just come in. And he's seen us. We'll vermoose before he has the chance to stir up any trouble. I say, where the blaze are you taking us to, Ginge? Biggles said we could take a stroll through the town. He didn't suggest we wallow in the valley slum. We might as well mix business with pleasure. If we look at the sights, we'll only see the sights. Down here, we might spot one Stahlheim's pals. Oh, couldn't we spot them tomorrow? Oh, this is the most depressing valley place. I mean to say, tomorrow will be a working day, but this is supposed to be a night off. What do we want with nights off? These streets are quiet down here, aren't they? It's too valley quiet for me, Makes me think of the most frightfully dark and dirty deeds being perpetrated in these horrible little alleys. Oh, I say, watch old Leaping Lena coming along here. She looks as if she might wobble up onto the footpath. My joke, the driver's drunk. Perhaps we better move back to a busier street, Bertie. Anything could happen here. Yes, precisely my view. Now, that lane ahead of us should cut up to the shopping centre. Oh, shut your noise, you stupid valley pantechnican. Chin, what do you say we... Chin! Sizzling sausages, he's disappeared! Bertie is completely bewildered as he looks about the street for Ginge. The only movement is the ancient card already disappearing into the shadows. What has happened to Ginger? Will Bertie meet foul play alone in the slums of Kingston? Be sure you hear the next thrilling chapter of The Air Adventures of Biggles.